Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupong. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just begin to give God praise. Just worship Him wherever you are. Just lift up your voice. Give Him glory. Come on, just lift up your voice wherever you are. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Give Him glory. Give Him worship. Indeed, He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Just lift up your voice and give Him worship. Give Him praise. Bless His holy name this morning. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Come on, give him glory, give him glory. Wherever you find yourself, just lift up your voice and give him glory. This morning, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in your own words, just give him glory, give him praise, lift up his holy name. He's the one who dwells in an unapproachable light. Heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool unto him who sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb of God be all the glory, all the honor, all the power forever and ever to his kingdom there is no end he is our everlasting king lift up your voice and give him glory give him praise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God just give him glory give him worship Wherever you are, I want you to commit yourself into God's hands, even as the word is about to come forth. Short as it may be, you want to pray that you'll be attentive, you'll be alert, that whatever you need to catch out of this, you'll receive it. Come against every obstacle of the enemy to your being blessed this morning. Lift up your voice wherever you are. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come against obstacles. We come against distractions. We pray for a focused spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, a focused spirit to receive the engrafted word of God, the unadulterated word of God, the word of grace that is able to build us up. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, every resistance we command to be removed right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, just lift up your voice. We want to pray and come out of the place of the flesh come out of the place of the soul and enter the spirit right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god cut away every form of distraction just focus this morning connect in the spirit in the name of jesus christ of nazareth father in the name of jesus we thank you for this morning thank you that we have connected in the spirit from our various locations thank you because this gathering is unto no other name but unto the name of Jesus for your word says wherever two or three are gathered in your name you are there in their midst Holy Spirit we ask that you shall take absolute control as I'm about to speak your word may I not speak of my own accord but may I speak as you grant me utterance by virtue of the fact that I'm a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God, I take authority in the realm of the spirit. 
I declare a supernatural injunction in the activity of the enemy. We declare the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their Father through the Word this morning. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, that we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Wherever you are, celebrate Jesus with a clap offering. Hallelujah. We bless God for a wonderful Sunday morning like this. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to bring the word of God to you. It's a word of exhortation. It's a word um, that is supposed to lift up your spirits. Hallelujah. And um, my prayer is that you be attentive. It's not going to be a long message. It will be short, but connect with it and catch the spirit of the word. Amen. Now, there is a statement that I believe most of us have heard at one point in time or the other in our lives that the only constant thing in this world is change. The only constant thing in this world is change. And it is true. The seasons change. Depending on where you are, at one point in time, it is winter. At another point in time, it's summer. At another point in time, it's spring. Another point in time is autumn. One moment you are feeling cold. The next moment you are feeling hot. One moment you need to wear multiple clothes in order to come out. And in some places when it gets to summer, people dress very scantily because the weather is very hot. Here in Ghana, we have only two seasons. It is the rainy season and the dry season or the hamatan. During the rainy season, you don't apply in kuto to your body. But during the hamatan, if you don't take time and you don't apply this sacred share butter, you will find your skin cracking, your mouth cracking, and you'll be looking some way. Hallelujah. If you don't use that thing, you look malnourished. You look like there is something seriously wrong with you. But it is just the weather that has changed. The seasons have changed. Hallelujah. We human beings, we change. I'm sure with the lockdown right now, a lot of guys, no barbers. So people are looking different. Their beards have overgrown. Their hair has overgrown. So you are looking different. Some of you, the looking different is as a result of the increase in your appetite and the amount of food you are eating. You have changed when you look at yourself in the mirror. Three weeks ago, before the lockdown was declared, you were looking different. Now your cheeks have rounded up and you are looking bigger. I saw a picture. It's supposed to be like a comic picture where a man and his wife, they had put on so much weight that they were asking themselves, now that the lockdown is over, how will we get out of the house? Because they had become bigger than the, the door space. <laughs> May that not be your story in the name of Jesus. So change is a constant thing. Hallelujah. We human beings, we change. If I look at myself, how I look now, if I look at myself on my wedding day, how I was looking, and I compare it to now, uh, there has been a major change. Please show them that picture. Let's, let's see. Look, look, at, look at how I was, I was looking. Very lanky, very slim. Look, look at my wife. We were very tiny. <laughs> But as we said, the only constant thing in this world is change. Hallelujah. 
Look, look, this suit, if you give it to me now, I will not fit into it. I'm sure the wedding dress, she will also not fit into it because change has occurred. Give me the next picture. We were cutting a cake at our wedding, this particular one. Now look at the same two people. 11 years later, still cutting a cake, but looking completely different. Hallelujah. The only constant thing in this world is change. Give me the next picture. That was my first profile picture on Facebook. You see how slim I was looking? You see my cheeks? You see my haircut? I was looking completely different. And compare that to my present profile picture. You can see things have changed. Hallelujah. The only constant thing in this world is change. Hallelujah. This change, I don't know whether you say it's a change for the better or for the worse. Me, I think it's a change for the better. Hallelujah. Uh, marriage is, is good. It's, it's an honorable thing. Oh, may that be your story in the name of Jesus Christ. So human beings change. That some human beings, one moment they like you, the next moment they don't like you again. One moment they tell you they love you, the next moment their love is gone. It is completely gone. You tell somebody a secret and the person tells you, oh, I won't tell anybody. The moment you leave, they pick the phone, call somebody. You won't believe what I'm about to tell you. Human beings change. But I came to tell you today that there is somebody who does not change. He is constant. Our God is an unchanging God. And that is the title of my exhortation. The unchanging God. Everybody say the unchanging God. If you took a picture of God 1,000 years ago and you took a picture of him now, you won't see any difference between the two. He can't grow fatter. He can't grow any taller. In fact, he can't be any wiser because he's already perfect. That's the reason God cannot change. It's because he's already perfect. He can't be any wiser. He can't be any more powerful. He can't be any more loving. He can't be any more merciful. That is because he's already perfect. There's no room for improvement. For him, there's nothing like the sky is the limit. Which sky? The sky that he himself created. It, it cannot be the limit. You cannot motivate God to be better because he's already perfect. Hallelujah. And today, I want to remind you that it is that same God. He is unchanged. He's not changed. That same God that did the great things you read about in the Bible. I'm preaching this message because I feel in my spirit with the advancement of knowledge and sometimes people's experiences you have seen and all of that, it, it, it affects our belief in God. It's like sometimes you read the Bible and you wonder if it is the same God they worshipped in those days that we are worshipping. Whether it's the same God we read about that says he lives in us. And many people don't even believe God can work a miracle in their lives. Many people don't even believe God can heal anymore. But I want to remind you today that he is an unchanging God. He hasn't changed from the God he was in the Garden of Eden. He's the same God on Calvary when Jesus was being crucified. He's the same God that was there in the time of Paul. He's the same God that is there today. Hallelujah. I read Malachi chapter 3 verse 6. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6. He says, for I am the Lord. I change not. Hallelujah. He does not change. He does not change. 
if God loves you he loves you he does not change he is the same God now you hear Christians talk and it's like sometimes you ask where, where is your faith it's as if the things we read in the Bible the things God did they were, they were just stories that somebody concocted they were real things that happened and it was the power of a certain God that was behind those acts hallelujah it's like now knowledge has increased so much that it is drowning our faith we, we can't even believe God anymore we can't believe God for impossible things anymore it's like everything is about logic everything is about science yes we thank God for logic we thank God for science but th there is a higher power there is a higher authority that can be superimposed upon what science is hallelujah yeah we must believe again we must believe again we must believe again there's there's so much God wants to do in your life there's so much God wants to do with your life your own belief and your lack of faith is acting as a, a, a stumbling block in God's way it's preventing God from doing the things the marvelous things he wants to do in your life hallelujah he is an unchanging God he is the same God the Bible talks about the fact that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever yesterday today and forever he is the same God who saved Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego from the fiery furnace oh you may think ah well that, that was a miracle for the Old Testament you know that kind of thing but God is still saving people from fiery furnaces you may not see physical fire you may not see a physical furnace but I'm telling you God has saved you from a fiery furnace before he saved you from a situation that should have consumed you he saved you from situations that should have brought embarrassment to you he saved you from situations that should have broken you and killed your faith and, and destroyed you unfortunately most of the time when God does things in our lives we tend to give the credit to other things we give the credit to medicine God heals you but you give the credit to the medicine that you took thank God for medicine we believe in taking medicine and all of that but other people had the same disease they took the same drug you took and they died something like malaria every year one million children die of malaria one million children that's just children one million die of malaria the last time you got malaria you took coatem you took lonat you took atemita lumifantry and it worked for you somebody took the same thing it didn't work it ended up in cerebral malaria the person died sometimes when we have pain but we get we, we don't acknowledge the fact ah this could be God. It's like the thing has to be a notable miracle before we ascribe it to God. But I want to remind there are, there are little little miracles. Yes, miracles there are levels. There are little miracles. The Bible talks about the fact that notable miracles were worked by Paul's hands. So there are degrees in miracles, but all miracles be miracle. Hallelujah. We 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 tend to give the credit to science. Oh, we 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 find logical explanations why the thing happened the way it happened i've told you this story before somebody was trying to claim that the experience paul had on the road to damascus can be explained by science he said paul had a problem with like he was an epileptic he used to have fits he said probably that was even what he meant by a messenger from satan torn in his flesh a messenger from satan that he had petitioned god <laughs> and, and he said paul had an epilepsy like a problem with epilepsy so 
when he was on the road to Damascus, the Bible said he saw a light. And you know, in, with epilepsy, you have what we call an aura. It could be a visual aura. It could be an auditory aura. It could be an olfactory aura. Sometimes you can see a flash of light and then suddenly you begin to have the seizure. He said the light that he saw was a visual aura. And the voice he heard was an auditory aura before he had the real epileptic fit. So the epileptic fit caused him to fall from his horse and he hit his head on the ground and he bled into the part of the brain, the visual cortex and the optic nerve, which are responsible for sight. And so because of the presence of the hematoma, this man was blind temporarily and that the reversal of the blindness was because the body, the macrophage system and things took care of the hematoma and phagocytosed it away. And so he, his eyes were open. That sounds very plausible, but it falls flat on his face when you consider the fact that it has not been listed that the complications of an epileptic fate is that after that you begin to preach. After that, when you lay hands on the sick, they recover. When, when you, you pray for the dead like it did for Eutychus, they come back to life. When you cast out demons, the demons are cast out. If those are complications of epilepsy, then me too, I want to be one. I, I want to cast out devils. I, I want to, to raise the dead. Hallelujah. You can explain with logic to a point, but when it gets to a point, you just have to surrender and accept that it is the doing of the Lord and it is marvelous in our sight. Look, let's come back to the point where we are seeing God in the things that happen in our lives. The little, little deliverances, the little, little healings, the seemingly insignificant things. He is an unchanging God. He is the same God who saved Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the fiery furnace. He's been saving you from fiery furnaces. You may not have seen physical fire, but that situation that you came out of and you wondered, how did I make it out of this place? How did I make it out of this situation? Look, God knows I've been in situations like it's like, it's like I, I, I sit down and I'm like, how did I come out of this situation unscathed? And you can only ascribe it to God. He quenched the fires of the fiery furnace. Those things that were supposed to consume you, those things that were supposed to destroy you, he just quenched them. He just quenched the flames. You still want to see lions in a den, like in Daniel's time, before you know that God is still shutting them out of lions. You want to be put in a lion's den and you say, hey, release the lions and the lions come and they have locked jaw. Even though they have been starved for days. No. The Bible says, it says, be sober and be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil walketh about like what? A roaring lion in the spirit. And the lions that have been released to you, the lions that have been released into your life, looking for you to chew you, to, 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 to feast on you, to devour you. He said, be sober and be vigilant. Can you say you have always been sober? Can you say you've always been vigilant? But those lions have never been able to chew you. Why? The same God that locked their jaw. In the time of Daniel, he's still locking their jaw. Those days he did it in the physical, but now he's doing it in the spirit. Do you know that the enemies, the people who are looking at your life and are jealous and, and they want you down, they want you dead, they want you to fail. They are lions, but the Lord is locking their jaws. Today, anything, anybody looking at you with an evil eye, anybody with lion features, any, any entity, that, that will try to devour your life, devour your fortunes in life. May the Lord lock their jaws like he did in the den 
with in the days of Daniel in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You can't tell me you've always been sober. You can't tell me you've always been vigilant. But he hasn't devoured you yet. It's because of the mercies of God. He hasn't changed. His, his mercies endure forever. He is still a merciful God. He was merciful in the Old Testament. He was merciful in the New Testament. He is merciful now. I told you the other day that look, the Bible says righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. That means in heaven, God sits on righteousness and justice. But he realized that if he brings the same throne here on earth when he's coming to deal with man, nobody will be able to stand because when it comes to righteousness and justice, man will fall short. And so when it came to interacting with man in the tabernacle, he decided that I'll change my seat from righteousness and justice and now it's going to be a messy seat. The mercies of the Lord. The mercies of the Lord. He's an unchanging God. He's an unchanging God. He's still working miracles. I want you to believe that today. He's still healing the sick. He's still delivering the demonized. He's still causing impossible situations to become possible. Hallelujah. Even though he himself does not change, he changes situations. That's why we call him the unchangeable changer. He's the unchangeable changer. A song is ringing in somebody's spirit with those lyrics right now in the name of Jesus. The unchangeable changer. He changes situations. He can cause the poor to become rich. He can cause the wicked to become kind. He can cause the, 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 the worst atheists to change and become the greatest apostle. Like it happened in the days of Paul, the apostle. He's the unchangeable God. The unchangeable changer. He's still working miracles. He's still healing. You see, sometimes God has his own timetable. For some people, their lack of belief is, is because of other examples they've seen. You see, you have to start starving your doubt. You feed your doubt by concentrating on the stories. The ones that say, oh, I prayed and God did not heal me. When you are in a similar situation, sometimes those stories are the ones that come to your mind. Or you say, oh, you yourself, you have prayed. You have prayed about the particular situation and you are not seeing the results. You know how many years it took Abraham for him to see the promise of God come to pass. But let's see what the Bible said in Romans chapter 4 verse 20. Romans chapter 4 verse 20. He was talking about Abraham. He said, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. To stagger means it's like you're walking unsteadily. Most of us, that is how our faith is. Unsteady faith. It's like today you believe, tomorrow you don't believe. But the Bible said he, he did not stagger in his faith. He believed God. And today I want you to believe God for that situation. He, he did it for others in the New Testament, Old Testament. He's done it in the past. He is the same God and he's going to do it again. He's target not in faith. But look at what the Bible says. It said, but giving glory to God. That means even while he was waiting and the thing was not coming, he was just giving God glory. He was still worshipping. He was still singing, and I will not be silent. I will always worship you as long as I am breathing. I will. He was still giving God glory in spite of the fact that months had passed since the promise. Years had passed. Decades had passed. He was still not seeing the promise. I don't know what it is that you've prayed about, but my, my prayer for you today is that you will not stagger 
in your faith your faith will not waver your faith will not be shaking your faith will be a steady faith you will be like mount zion you will be unmovable you will be unshakable our god is still moving he is still in the miracle business he's still changing lives he's still changing situations i remember there was a situation this one is not like a story i'm telling you there's one that i witnessed myself when i joined hematology not i just joined hematology and this woman came and we diagnosed her with stage four lymphoma we made the diagnosis in the bone marrow and the moment you see the thing in the bone marrow it means it is stage four stage four is the highest stage you can get in most cancers stage four stage four lymphoma without treatment six months top you should be dead we told this woman this is the diagnosis we have you know what the woman said she said this chemo chemo things me i'm going to take chemotherapy it's going to make my head whatever and uh, i i don't think i want it but i have a god i'm going to pray said i'm going to pray oh as doctors you try to convince her and everything said, no 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 you I, I know the, the, the covenant I have with God. I said, I'm going to pray. And this woman left. Came back two months later. She was still fine. We are expecting her to have deteriorated. This woman was still fine. Everything. This was in 2008. We are in 2020. The woman is still alive and well. There is no sign of the disease in, in her life. In fact, we are going to even discharge her. Tell her to go away. God is still in the miracle business. Look, God will give you a certain encounter that will, will make you have a special name for him. A lot of the names God has in the Bible is because of special encounters people had with him. God is Jehovah Jireh because when Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac, God provided a sheep whose horns were locked in, in a bush. God will, is about to, this is a prophetic word to you, God is about to give you an experience and you will generate your own name for God. Somebody said Jehovah Shammah. It means the Lord is here. The Lord is there. Sometimes you, you find yourself in situations where it looks like everybody has, has neglected. Nobody is understanding. Remember the name Jehovah Shammah. It means he is there. He is there with you through, through the difficult situations. He is there with you through, through the hard situations. He is there with you through the mountains. He is there with you through the valleys. Jehovah Shammah somebody will get to know God as Jehovah Zakah because you may think God has forgotten you but he's Jehovah Zakah the God who remembers just like he remembered Joseph when he was in the prison just like he remembered Sarah he, he remembered people God is going to remember you and you will call him Jehovah Zakah you, you even create your own name that thing you've been praying for when it comes give God a special name for it that's that, that Toyota you've been hoping for maybe yours will be Jehovah Toyota maybe for somebody will be Jehovah Mercedes somebody's going to be Jehovah Picanto oh may the Lord do something in your life that will cause you to give him a name a name a name that is special between you and him hallelujah somebody's own will be what Jehovah my enemies are dead and Jehovah our resort hey hallelujah God will give you an encounter and a testimony that will make you have a special name for him this woman is well alive and well she has defied science completely and she is fine recently in one of our fastings there was a lady who had a hemorrhagic what do you call it ovarian cyst 
brought there before scan after prayer scan was done it was gone you see this is where some of we the medics we like to give the credit to science oh the thing must have disappeared on its own but go and read the hemorrhagic ones they don't just disappear like that the ones that have, have bled they don't just disappear like that they don't just disappear there's another person who had a, what do you call it a bleeding problem menstruation she could bleed for 18 days 14 days 18 days bleeding all over all sorts of medications had been given after prayer the bleeding just sees like that somebody will say oh maybe this does that the hormones have changed again it was the hand of god it was the the miraculous power of jehovah that caused the healing hallelujah i told you a story recently of a woman who had a brain tumor and in the process got pulmonary embolism at the same time she was paralyzed from a brain tumor and had pulmonary embolism at the same time two very dangerous situations and so different specialists from different fields had to meet and put had to put our heads together to see what we could do for the, the woman at the meeting there were two two of the best neurosurgeons you get in this country two neurosurgeons there was a cardiothoracic surgeon there was an ICU person anesthesia ICU person and then two of us hematologists because of the pulmonary embolism thing like what are we going to do for the person we put together a very complex plan that we ourselves didn't believe in in fact it's one of those things that you finish and you are smiling you're like this one but you're God unless God because it, it was just too complex the brain bleeds a lot and you have to anticoagulate this woman because she has pulmonary embolism you are thinning the blood increasing bleeding tendency at the same time you want to take out something that can bleed even if the, the tumor comes out the after the brain and die the whole thing was just so complex and we we're all like what i mean we see cases but as for this one and as i told you the moment i walked out of the meeting the son of the woman met me outside he said pastor leslie when you call me that it means you know me he said pastor leslie i said yes he said oh i'm so so and so i know you do not know me but you came to our church for a half night and when you finished preaching, we were praying, and in the middle of a prayer, you gave a prophetic word that there's somebody here, you are praying for your mother. And he said, the moment you said it, that very moment I was praying for my mother. He said, you are praying for your mother who is sick, and that the Lord says everything will end well. And that his mother is the one we just went to discuss. As I eh. <laughs> You see, this is when science clashes with faith. Because when I was in there, I was in there as a doctor. But when I came there out and somebody called me pastor, I had to change my orientation. And I told him once it was God who said it. I know I don't prophesy by heart. Hallelujah. When I open my mouth to prophesy, it's because I've heard from God. I said, once God has said it, God is going to do it. This complex situation, as we speak right now, this woman is fine and well. This woman who couldn't speak. I heard a, 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 a thank you voice note from her. Clear speech, no slur speech, nothing. Fully conscious, up and about. It is only God who can do that. And I want to encourage somebody. I want to challenge somebody that he is still in the healing business. He's still Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. If you are trusting God for a healing in your body, believe in him because he is still in the healing business. Hallelujah. 
and let me give you my own personal testimony this one I've not told you guys before but sometime last year I noticed this huge lymph node somewhere in my neck and you know it was such that until I turned my head at a certain angle you will not see it so me myself I never noticed it when I noticed it I took certain pictures are taken about six months before that was when I realized that the thing had been there for a long time it was a big lymph node and you know I'm a hematologist I've been touching lymph nodes sometimes when you touch a lymph node you don't even need valves you can tell which ones are very funny and which ones are not I touched the thing and I was like mm. the size and everything the position I kept it to myself initially but one morning I woke up and I told my wife that look I've noticed this he said come and let me examine hematologist and oncologist the moment she touched the thing I realized her face changed and her breathing changed she was like listen this is a level 2 link I said I know <laughs> and I mean a lot of things started running through my mind I, when I touch a, a lymph node that is you can ignore I know it all but I've been a hematologist since in fact I've been a certified hematologist since 2011 nine good years as a certified hematologist so I, I know these things I touched the thing I was like hey all sorts of things started running through my mind so when I went to work that day some of my senior colleagues I went to them separately. I went to one of them. I was like, check this thing. All of them, when they touch it, their breathing just changes. I said, no, do an ultrasound. I went to another one that, ah, okay, you speak something else. I want to touch and start breathing. I said, hey, please, do an ultrasound tomorrow. I said, hey, everybody is agreeing that this thing looks funny. This thing looks... When I stepped out of the workplace that day, I heard a word in my spirit. It said, be a man of God. I was being too much of a doctor in that particular situation. He said, be a man of God. When I got home, I took hold of the lymph node. I said, today I'm going to speak to you. The Bible says, if you have faith the size of a master, you will speak to this mountain. Look, you must learn to speak to situation. I held the lymph node and I spoke to it. Not in my own name, but in the name of Jesus Christ. I commanded it to disappear. I commanded it to go back where it came from. The next time I checked, it was gone completely gone up to today it is completely gone and in that same authority any growth that is in your body right now anything that is growing where it's not supposed to grow we come not in our own name but in the name that is above every other name the name that when mentioned every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess we curse every tumor every growing tumor any cancerous thing that is in your body right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god we declare that that tumors will not ravage your body cancer will not ravage your body sicknesses will not ravage your body in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god in the same way if there are fibroids growing in your womb that are that are meant to prevent you from from having children we cast those fibroids right now we speak to them we command them to melt we command them to disappear right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the son of the living god eye conditions nose conditions ear conditions throat conditions every condition of the body chest conditions heart conditions liver conditions lung conditions we command to be healed right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of 
our peace was upon him by his stripes we are healed we speak healing into your life right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God how can that thing stay in my body when I have not yet blessed your, your marriage how can it stay in my body when I have not yet dedicated your children how can that thing stay in my body when I have not dedicated our cathedral yet how can that thing stay in my body when I have not ordained you yet as a pastor and sent you to go and do the work of the gospel oh your life will not be cut short in the name of Jesus any sickness incubating in your body is cursed today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God and today I pray for an injection of faith a renewed faith in the miracle working power of God a renewed faith let faith begin to rise up again in your heart in your spirit I pray that the words that it is possible God can do it will, will, will begin to well up in your spirit will begin to resonate in your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God I don't know what situation you are in but the unchangeable changer can change that situation anything that is going against you we speak for a change to occur right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth just as God changed the situation of Jabez I feel that the Lord is giving somebody a Jabez experience the Lord is giving somebody an Obedidom experience right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God losing streaks you've, you've lost in a lot of things a losing streak is about to end right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth streaks of defeat are going to turn to victory in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God he is the unchangeable changer he's changing situations he's still moving and he's still proving that he's a great God he's the unchangeable God he will come through for you believe once again believe once again your faith is waiting but believe once again Bible says the just shall live by faith may the Lord increase your faith this morning I want you to bring him to pray right now the Lord increase my faith take my faith to another level lift up your voice pray wherever you are right now that situation must change hey you need faith just the size of a master seed imagine if you have faith the size of a mango seed imagine what it can do mountains must move valleys must be exalted Goliaths must be defeated hey let faith begin to well up in your spirit right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the same God who raised the dead in the days of Benson Hosa. the same God who caused morbidly obese people to lose weight instantaneously in the days of A.A. Allen is the same God who caused a man who was deaf down blind a hunchback and a cripple at the same time to walk under the ministry of RW Shamba is the same God that is living today is the same Holy Spirit that is moving today the Bible says as for me and the sons that God has given unto me we are for signs and we are for wonders 
declare that you are for signs, you are for wonders. We are not ordinary human beings. We, we are not just ordinary people walking around. We walk charged with the power of the Holy Ghost. We walk charged with divine cargo. They that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. May the Lord usher you into the realm of doing exploits in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Some of you must start exercising your faith by praying for the sick some of you must start exercising your faith by speaking to situations for them to turn around in the name of jesus christ of nazareth you have listened to the negative testimonies for too long it is time for you to focus on the fact that he is an unchanging god he is an unchanging god thank you lord father in the name of jesus we thank you for this word that has come from we pray in the name of Jesus that it will be cemented deep down in our spirits. Father, for those that are losing faith for a particular thing, I pray that by this word, faith will rise in your spirit once again in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Many of us want Abrahamic blessings, but we walk in the faith of Thomas. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that the unstaggering faith of Abraham will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. We wouldn't wait to see before we believe. We'll believe even when we have not seen. Father, I pray for people in situations that need a turnaround. Touch them right now. Change those situations. You are the unchangeable changer. Even though you do not change, you change situations. Change those situations for the better in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. You are an expert at proving your doubters wrong. I pray that you prove somebody wrong, somebody under the sound of my voice, who has concluded that God cannot do it. Prove that person wrong in the coming days. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. We give you glory. We give you praise. To glory, Father, to glory, Son, to glory, Holy Spirit. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. If you've not given your life to Christ, I want to give you the chance to do that right now. Just say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I believe you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe he rose again on the third day. Say today, I excuse sin. I reject Satan and all his works. I give my life to Jesus Christ. I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Say, Lord, write my name book of life say thank you lord for saving me in jesus name amen you are a covenant keeping god information reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our facebook page the overflow worship center stay blessed
Some are overflow. 